Chan? Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for Good. joining in. Yeah, you can hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Yeah. I'm um, right. glad the link worked. Usually it's a little funky, but. Um, yeah, no, the link I had to copy and paste into Safari on my phone. So I didn't, I didn't even need the app. Oh, okay. Well, that, that works then too. Cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, then we'll just go off of this. Uh, what's up, everybody? So this is episode 22 of the Red, White, and Baseball podcast. Always brought to you by Chill Boys. Um, if you're looking for some performance briefs, looking for something different than Nike and Adidas, uh, please check out my guys over at Chill Boys. And also, if you're trying to fuel up for your next workout, you got a game, um, anything like that, always check out Zero Pack at Zero Pack on Instagram. They're a monthly subscription box. Um, they're always sending you good snacks, healthy snacks, uh, pre-workouts, nutrition supplements, anything like that you may need um, for your upcoming workout or game. And that's at Zero Pack on Instagram. So Chan and our Kevin, I mean, I, I can call you Kevin if that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's glad to have you on here, bro. I'm really excited. I know we've been talking about doing something like this. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. Like I said, if you want to kind of just, you know, introduce yourself a little bit, kind of talk about what your page is. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, my name's Kevin Chan. Um, my Instagram and all my other social media handles are Chanterprise. And, um, yeah, so I'm a videographer that, um, I mean, primarily uh, – does video stuff, uh, video stuff, baseball stuff. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been doing with my page. I, I have a couple random things that I've done with, um, you know, just some editing of just like some fun quirky stuff. And then, uh, and then there's a couple of videos on there of like me playing that I've like kind of manipulated with uh, different social media or not social media, but like different uh, captions and stuff. Like my latest post has, you know, a little bit more of a uh, fun and positive loving vibe on it so yeah dude you do a lot of awesome stuff like i, I i'm really like uh i envy a lot of you guys you know who know how to play around with the video stuff and do a lot of the editing you know obviously something that you know i eventually want to get into or whatnot but um yeah you are all over the place i know are you on tiktok as well yeah 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 i for me it's yeah just it, it it's kind of similar of uh, the way that I'm on the field as far as how I'm playing is I'm a utility player. So the way I look at it is like same thing with, with editing and everything that I've done uh, is I'm a jack of all trades, but master of none. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Dude. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, in regards to me speaking about a utility player, you know, right when you say that, I honestly can't even think of too many guys anymore, even in the big leagues or, I mean, even personal people that I know that play baseball, that is such like a rare thing nowadays, like just having that utility player. I think the last guy that I remember that was a utility player must have been, I think like, I mean, this is way back, but like uh, Chone Figgins. I think he played for mm -hmm. like the Angels or something like that, but that dude yeah. could do anything. Um, I know there's some guys out there that play like two positions or whatnot, but uh, definitely a rarity in the game nowadays. I wish more kids i mean or even more college kids started really thinking about that because i feel like it can be a real advantage for sure oh yeah definitely you know and, that, and that's the thing is you know what, what's interesting with you know so i'm i'm a dodger fan but i mean i think regardless i'm a baseball fan uh first and so you know i, I appreciate all teams but yeah it's like as far as a team to root for is the dodgers but yeah like our whole team is a bunch of Swiss army knives. Like everybody plays at least two positions, you know? So like my, my favorite players are generally uh, Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez because of the fact that like, I view my game very similar to theirs that like they literally plug and play anywhere in the lineup and anywhere on the field. And, oh yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So it, it's, it's awesome to see, you know, when players are like that. Dodgers are killing it, man. I mean, like it's, <laughs> it sucks because I'm not an easy. So like, you know, I'm a D-backs fan at heart. I have to be, but it sucks because, like, you know, yeah. those Dodgers are always taking this division. They're always dominating. I mean, they got some huge pickups this year. It, it's crazy, man. Like, it's crazy to see. I mean, I know the D-backs made some moves here a couple – a week ago or something like that, but mm -hmm. it's really hard to keep up with the Dodgers. I mean, they're a great organization. They got monster players on there. I mean, we got our hometown hero, Cody Bellinger, actually went to, like, a high school that – one of our rival high schools that we played against. So it's pretty cool. Um, 
but yeah, man, no, great organization, great team to be a fan of for sure. I mean, you guys will continue to have success definitely for the years to come. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I don't really know. I mean, I just want, I wanted to have you on here. Um, I just want to give you a, a, a quick, uh, FYI that, uh, this, this podcast is raw, bro. Like we don't, I don't, I, I don't have a script. I don't do anything like that. Like we just like go with like every episode that I've had, like we just go with the flow. Like I'll just sit here and talk or like, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm talking to myself, but it's all right. I'm, I'm trying to have more guests on here as much as possible, make it grow and stuff like that. And, and, uh, we'll see where it goes. You know what I mean? Like, obviously like I watch stuff like, um, you know, like, you know, the Joe Rogan podcast and like big podcasts like that. And like, I just think it's awesome how they're just like real raw about it. Like they don't really have a structure to it. And that's, that's what I'm kind of going for, you know, just whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And just like a little bit of a, uh, um, uh, little bit info bit for me is, uh, yeah, th- this is my first podcast. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, well, that's good. I mean, you can't really prepare for them or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just kind of whatever. Uh, I, I try to be on many, as many podcasts as I can. I think it's cool, you know, just to meet people, just to talk, um, especially people who have kind of like the same interests and stuff like that. I know I, I've seen like your page, um, you're playing ball. You, is it just like, is it like a scout league is it an adult league or like what, what is that? Yeah. Most of the videos that come out with me playing, those are mostly just like, uh, like weekend leagues, adult leagues. And then sometimes they're like the softball teams that I'm on, but, but yeah, mostly the baseball stuff that I post up is usually like uh, stuff from, you know, like a weekend league that I play a part of. Hell yeah. And then are you guys, are you guys playing right now with everything going on or, or not really? No. So the main team that I usually play on during the summer um, where that, that entire season was completely canned. And then the secondary team that I'm a part of, they, were like very sporadic of like what they were going to do and then this other team i had tried out for this league back in january and it's funny enough that like i i only go to some of these adult league tryouts to kind of just get a workout in yeah and like i don't intend to like get drafted or anything but um but yeah one of the teams did draft me and i told them up front i was like you know hey like i'm not really looking to play because i have a team <laughs> yeah um but then yeah coincidentally with everything that happened with covid and whatnot but that league is still playing every now and then and um and which is kind of cool because then this team got to play at lake elsinore um at the minor league stadium over there the lake elsinore storm yeah and so yeah so that was really cool like a really great experience of being able to play in a minor league stadium you know like with <laughs> you know just as like a weekend thing <laughs> Damn, that's badass. Is it like a is it like an independent league or something like where you can possibly get drafted out of there, like scouts and stuff? Or have- not really. I mean, so I I would say it's definitely much more of like a weekend warrior type of deal, of yeah. like kind of older guys. But I will say that there has been um, Onelki Garcia. He played for the Dodgers for like a season. He got. Uh, looked at through one of these weekend league teams <laughs> oh wow yeah nuts. yeah dude it's um it's crazy like i'll tell you right now like out here in arizona so like when i last hung up the cleats um which was a little while ago i was actually playing for like a scout team that is associated with the angels organization nice. so literally yeah so like literally we would have like scouts like maybe like every other because we played a lot of games we played it was two. It was Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. I think, or Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, depending on the schedule. So mm-hmm. we had a bunch of games. It was over like sixty something games, and then um, yeah, like we'd play like at all the big stadiums. I mean, like obviously, like you know, Arizona is one of the spring the spring training areas. So you know, we yeah. played D backs. We played uh, the Angels uh, spring training. We played at, we play at the Chicago's all the time. Chicago Cubs and and it was cool like it was awesome to be able to play out on there and stuff like that but like yeah dude it was it was kind of like intimidating because like I said there was like scouts there there'd be like uh people watching you and like it was kind of cool like the the league would like um record your stats like on the website so like you mm-hmm. like knew your stats and like all that stuff like it was it's wild out here because a lot of these guys um you know they come here for those Arizona fall leagues and either yeah. they, they just don't make it or, or they get let go or whatnot and they end up just staying here. So 
you'll you you do end up finding a lot of guys, a lot of Dominican players, a lot of people from like Mexico, Venezuela, mm-hmm. um, or even like you know like ex big time college guys. They'll play in these leagues, so they're like, I mean, I don't know how crazy they are over there, but I remember playing in these leagues, and it's just crazy competitive. Like these people are like, it's taking it seriously. Like they're getting paid to play. I'm like, whoa. Like I'm like, I'm just here to chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's funny, yeah, because the main team that I usually play on is um, they that 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 team is a little bit more competitive because there's a lot more guys that um, are still in college that that like they're just kind of playing uh, during the you know summer off season. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that that one's fairly competitive, but yeah, most of the other teams that I play on aren't as competitive. They have like more competitive teams, but yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it, it's just fun. Like, I, I, for me, the way I view it is, you know, it, it, if I can still play, like, I'm going to play. Like, yeah. I'm only not going to play when my body tells me I can't, you know. And I, yeah, I know that's different for, for other people. But, yeah, that's, that's just how I view it is if I can still play the game, like, I'm going to play it. Oh, no, for sure, yeah. And, like, I, I, I still have a passion for the game, you know, obviously. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. I, I played. I played high school. I played college. I did all that good stuff, and and then I I, I actually played in Mexico for a little bit, and then I nice. uh, came back, and then just you know obviously like I told you, kept playing those scout leagues. I just not that I got burnt out, but I just had like other hobbies that I wanted to pursue, and I'm just like you know what, it's time, and so um, that's when I started the whole uh, this diamond performance baseball thing, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, and then ever since then it, it kind of helps me stay tied in with baseball. You know what I mean? which is what I like because like I do other stuff like I, I do a lot of bow hunting I'll, I'll do like MMA I do just a bunch of hiking and all that other kind of stuff and so instead of just you know have my time consumed with baseball I'm able to do this on the side and it still keeps me tied in there you know because I you know like I'm a baseball fan at heart like I'm still going to watch the games I'm still going to help people and I like being involved in that kind of stuff but I don't know I don't know I mean I mean obviously if there's a pickup game or something like that I'll play but other than that, I kind of just like being on the sidelines now. Oh, yeah. No, for yeah. sure. You know, it's like because that's the thing for me is that's what I've had some other people tell me. They're just like, oh, yeah, like, why don't you, you know, like do this and this? And I'm like, well, I, I realize like where I'm at in my life, like I'm not able to truly compete at the highest level that, you know, I possibly can. It's just that's just not where I'm at in my life. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's like if I can still play, even if it's softball, like when I get some people that are like, oh, you play softball. It's like, well, what are you doing? You know, you're just sitting at home, like not doing anything. <laughs> like I'd rather play yeah. an hour with my friends playing softball than not doing it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, dude. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I was trying to say. Like we need to like I'm continue trying to do this and I will continue to do this until someone like, you know, kind of like clickbait, like till someone accepts it. So. I think it would be fun. Like, you know, like even if it's a softball game, like you're talking about softball or like a wiffle ball, like, you know, like the, the I, I see those major league wiffle ball guys, whatever, um, just all uh, some sort of game and just bring us all together. Once this is all over, I think mm-hmm. it'd be awesome. Cause I've met a lot of people through, you know, Instagram and social media, um, you know, like uh, the pickle, the beast guy. I know, you know him. Jay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jay. Like I met Jay. I actually met him in person and then Trevor from Abo Baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, him and I are pretty good friends. Um, his other buddy who runs the Lumberjack Sports. Yeah, Nick. Um, Lauren Illustrations. I want, I'm probably got that completely wrong, but um, <laughs> she does a lot of the artwork and stuff. MLB, like, I was supposed to meet her, but I at least kind of, I've, I've interacted with her. Um, the the dad and his kid from uh, from Raising Baseball. Um just there's a bunch of people on this social. I mean, I've even talked to like, I mean, you think of those huge, huge pages, you know, like the, uh, the baseball lifestyle guys, I've, I've, I've interacted with them and, and we've had conversation about stuff. I mean, him, him and I were the ones that were talking about this whole, you know, collaborating and making this game. And obviously he's one of the biggest pages out there. So he, he has wide connections, he said. And so, you know, it's just about getting people involved in it. And I think it'd be awesome. I and, mean, you know, especially with everything going on, once it's all over, um, just ha- kind of all gathering together and doing something. I mean, I wouldn't mind heading over to California and doing something like that because that'd be fun. Like, you guys have amazing weather. 
<laughs> so uh it's way too hot out here i mean the fall is not bad but yeah yeah no fun. yeah li- literally as we're talking about that like literally right now we're going through such a bad heat wave over here it's like 115 degrees <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's like a normal wednesday for you guys <laughs> oh dude you have no idea yeah i was reading about that yesterday like it was like uh i don't know obviously i don't know where but it was like record heat waves but supposedly so obviously this must have been somewhere in the valley like in the desert of california but it was like Record heat waves hit 121 in California. I'm like, wow. You know, but um, yeah, everyone's like, everyone's freaking out about it. And like here, I mean, I'll tell you yesterday, it was like 116 and we just like walk out and about, you know what I mean? Like we yeah. go to the mall outside yep. and it's just like, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, you get used to it. Um, or at least it's not humid though. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would prefer the dry heat anyways. I, I actually grew up in Vegas, so I'm definitely used to the dry heat. Oh, but, nice. Um, yeah um have you have you been in california then for a while or yeah so i yeah i guess that a little bit of my life story is um yeah i was born actually here in la and then um uh when i was younger we moved to oklahoma i don't remember any of that but then for the for a good part of well I, all of my elementary school years so grades what uh k through five i lived in vegas Oh, and damn. then, yeah, ever since from sixth grade on, I've, I moved back to L.A., so. Damn, damn. So you're in L.A., dude. That's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. how, how, do you, how do you like living there? You like that? Yeah, no, you know, so that's the thing for me was more of like, you know, kind of jump into a little bit more of my life story. So, yeah, it's um, when I was deciding on colleges, um, I, it was actually between going to Arizona State and, oh, okay. uh, and Long Beach State. And so I. You know, I, in all honesty, I went to Arizona State. I was, I was dead set on going there. But then at the time, I was actually looking to major in film. But uh, when I was doing my visit, they were telling me like, oh, yeah, actually, our film program is like brand, brand, brand new. Like we just started it. And so I was like, oh, and so that kind of factored into my decision where I was like, well, getting into Long Beach, like their film program was like second to USC's out here. Um, And so because you know their their whole thing is like they're impacted like they only accept 50 students a year and they get like over 500 applicants and so um but yeah for anyways like when I was going to Arizona State that was part of it was like well you know I don't want to really go to a program at the time that was brand new that didn't have like an alumni system that would like help me out or you know and then of course like with the whole film thing it was like oh if I just stay in LA then you know it's closer to Hollywood closer to like better opportunities and whatnot but um, coincidentally, I didn't even major in uh, film. I majored in uh, communication studies. So, oh, damn, but, okay. Yeah, but uh, I've always had like film as like a, a background thing. You know, I've always dabbled in it. I, it was really more of a hobby of mine. And um, yeah, and it's, I've always gone back and forth on it. But and then coincidentally, now full circle, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it much more on a full time basis. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I, um, so you do this full time. I thought, weren't you like a teacher or something or maybe yeah so yeah so again yeah jack of all trades master of none um when so let's see i i guess give you guys like a little bit more of a timeline make make my story a bit interesting so i i graduated college in 2011 and there is a couple of youtube groups out here that i was a fan of but i would always go to their meet and greets and so eventually you know like they got to recognize me and get to know me and again, in, in college, I was just like doing some videos for fun. And so I, they're, they're still up on YouTube, but there's a couple of like lip sync videos that I did. Yeah. And, um, and, and I sent it to those guys. Uh, they're called Wong Fu Productions. And, uh, and the other group is Jake, Just Kidding Films. And so for Wong Fu, they, um, they were like, oh, hey, did you edit this? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right, well, if you're finishing up school soon, like we have an internship for you. And I was like, wow. whoa, okay, like, that's really cool. Like, being a fan and all of a sudden, like, I'm going to get to work with these guys. Yeah. And um, and then same thing with JK. It just so happened that somebody I went to college with was working with them. And um, and that's how I got on with them. And, yeah, just doing, like, the editing stuff and, and whatnot. But then I would say I did that for about two years. And after a while, I was like, well, I don't know if video editing's for me. Yeah, you know, because like I was literally stuck in an office for like majority of the day editing, and like you know there was it, it just felt like it was draining me. Yeah, 
And, um, and so then I was like, all right, let me, let me take a step back and figure out what it is that I really enjoy. And so from there, I started coaching. I, I started out with Little League. Yeah. And um, that was in what, 2013? Yeah, 2013, I, I started coaching Little League. And then I thought to myself, as I was coaching, that I was like, well, I really enjoy this. Yeah. But how, like, of course, Little League is all volunteer. So how can I stay in the game and get paid for it? Yeah. And uh, so then I was like, okay, well, like a small step would be to coach high school because at least you get a little bit of pay for it. You don't get much, yeah. but, um, but that's where I went on is then I went on to coach high school ball um, and I still kind of do. And, uh, and then from there it was like, well, of course with, you know, like you're only going to get a little bit of a stipend to coach baseball if you're a walk-on coach. Yeah. So most coaches are teachers. And then that's the only like schedule that really fits into a coaching schedule. I was like, I might as well become a teacher because I really enjoy coaching. So I was like, I yeah. enjoy doing that. And um, so, yeah, so then that's what I did. I got my teacher credential in physical education. And uh, and then I've been substituting pretty much ever since. And uh, but like I said, yeah, this whole thing, I, I started redabbling back into video stuff. What, two years ago? Two, yeah, 2018. And um, and then that's where I met baseballologists. And because he lives out here in SoCal and uh, yeah, from there, it was more of just being his videographer and doing stuff that way. Um, and yeah, and then just keep doing stuff on the side for me, baseball wise. And then um, yeah, so like, I guess to fast forward to the story with everything that happened with COVID, I yeah started videoing stuff for some pro guys and it was like, from there just kind of like you know the the that was kind of the blessing in disguise with this whole stay-at-home order you know yeah. uh, quarantine thing was then i i started meeting and talking with more guys like that are pros or d1 athletes because like they're not playing right now yeah yeah so are th- is that the are those the ones that you just posted about like i see i saw some really badass videos you had on some players um are those like kind of those guys right there yeah. So, yeah. So I guess to give just a little bit of background on that. Yeah. It was literally um, just doing some uh, late night lives, I guess you want to call it is, you know, for anybody that, that views my, uh, my Instagram is yeah, I'll, go, I'll go. Yeah. The I'll go live. Lives, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go live anywhere between like 10 PM to like at latest, <laughs> like four in the morning sometimes. And really what it is, is that started just because it was like, um, there was somebody else that was doing late night lives and they would only go on Fridays. So then I just started yeah. doing them during the week just to kind of like fill in the gap and then like, you know, connect with people still. But yeah, that was just more of like a, for me, I, I made it. So that way it was like a safe space for people. Um, we could just chill and vibe, you know, like if anybody wanted to come on and talk, like, you know, it's a, like, that's like my podcast, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it was just like a, safe space of just like positive vibes. We listen to music. We talk about random stuff. Um, it typically always revolves around baseball just because, you know, yeah, that's a big part of my life and that's what my following really is. And so back in June, um, kind of like what you said with like some other social media accounts that we've known, there's um, the AZ glove lab. Um, Chris who lives out there in uh, Phoenix he messaged me in the middle of one of my lives. He's like, Hey, you need to look at this thing I'm sending you. And I was like, okay. And so I, you know, like I'm on the live, but I also have my computer. So I look at the DM and then he sends me or he forwards me um, a IG story from Nolan Gorman, who, you know, he's uh, what the number two rated prospect in the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he put out there saying like, Oh, Hey, like I'm looking for a videographer in the Phoenix area. And so, so I messaged him. I was like, he's not going to respond. He's, you know, he's got that blue check. He doesn't, you know, it's like, there's no way that he's going to be able to see my message. I'm just going to just say, hey, like, you're looking for a videographer? You know, like, I'm available. And uh, that next morning, Nolan messaged me back. And he's like, yeah, hey, like, can you come out tomorrow? And I was Damn. like, I was like uh, sure. And I, I for sure put in the first message, I'm in Los Angeles. And yeah. so I thought he knew that. So anyways, I was like scrambling because I was like, dude, yeah, I don't have anything else to do, but I might as well just go. Cause 
you know, like how would I miss that opportunity? Exactly. And so, yeah, I took the six hour drive from LA to Phoenix that night. And, um, and then the next morning we filmed and then I drove back right after filming. Wow. And I, yeah. And I told him and I was like, Hey, yeah. So I'm back in LA. And he's like, wait, you live in LA? And I was like, yeah. And so he was like, Oh, okay. So like, um, and kind of just a background on that, the guys that were there, Zach McKinstry from the Dodgers, Sam Huff, who's like the, one of the top prospects in the Rangers organization, Cameron Cannon, uh, Matthew Libertor, you know, just like a bunch of guys that are top prospects. And, um, and uh, yeah, so then he tells me, he's like, oh, well, if you're in LA, let me get you in contact with my agent because they have some other guys that are, you know, out there. And so I was like, okay, sure. And so then that very next week, we went out and I filmed uh, Colby Allard, Josh Stalmont, Cody Ponce, Dylan Covey, um, Kyle Garlick, you know, just like a bunch of guys. It was just like, holy, you know, like what what is going on? Like to meet these pro athletes, it was just like, this is crazy, you know? And, uh, and then ever since then, um, pretty much every Wednesday, I film for a couple minor league guys um Augie Silk and uh Connor Green who are in the car uh Kansas City Royals organization and then a couple other guys that just got drafted this year Pete Crow Armstrong who got drafted by the Mets first rounder um second rounder by the uh Pittsburgh Pirates Jared Jones and then third rounder by the Cleveland Indians PD Halpin um and then a couple other like really top D1 college guys for the Pac-12 um that that come out and it's just like yeah like literally just film their live at bats and then every now and then a couple of them like i'll make um you know some hype videos and and montages for them (laughs) dang that's awesome so did they use like the like the hype videos like are they just kind of using it for like personal use or do they like use it for like more like analytical like like their movements and all that or what are they oh yeah so the hype videos themselves are just are i would say much more of a like social media marketing for them you know like kind of just have that on their social media but um for most of them i do you really i only upload the ones onto my youtube of the pictures is i have a side angle and then i have a back angle um of the pitches coming in and so for the hitters, yeah, it's more of like, yeah, there's a side angle for them to that's filmed in slow motion that I'll edit for them so they can break down their swing analytically. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I, I would love to eventually make more money and, and get a rap soto and get all those other metrics for people to view. Cause I know a lot of people have been asking me for that, but I'm like, I literally just film, um, you know, just the different angles for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a market a market like i said you know like that's 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 the main thing that i want to do when i started my page was to kind of help those who let's say um i mean not let's say like can't afford but you know like the only reason i started was that um how do i explain this to you so like in arizona um the two it's weird but the two biggest sports are baseball and soccer like because obviously mm-hmm. you know the weather it allows it for all year round sport yeah. And so there are, I mean, I don't know how it is really in California, but dude, there are tons, like I'm talking about like, like for right now from my apartment, I can probably name like two or three that are right down the street, like baseball academies and like stuff like that, you know, where like kids can go in and get hitting lessons and all that good stuff. But um, it's, uh, it's a huge market in regards to like pay wise, like, um, you know, a lot of people charge, like, I mean, I know, understand some of these guys were minor leaguers or whatnot they charge like a hundred dollars an hour, 200, mm-hmm. 150, like 75, like crazy stuff like that, that I'm like, you know, not your average person can afford to take their kid to go get hitting lessons for an hour twice a week or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, that was like the main issue that I wanted to resolve. And so I started, you know, dying performance baseball where like they could send me videos, like just of them swinging off a tee in their backyard Mm-hmm. And then I would like use it as like a breakdown, you know? So like I use this little app and I break it down for them. And, and then instead of, uh, instead of doing it per session, we just did like an unlimited monthly thing, like monthly. So it's like 40 bucks a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you get like unlimited breakdowns or a one-on-one training and stuff like that. So that's the whole goal. Obviously, like I eventually want to make it into something that's um, like all sports, like, you know, like um, give this as an access to, college kids or anybody who needs like a side little hustle you know let's say you're like a a division two or division one uh volleyball or a tennis player and 
you know, you want to make some money on the side, they can uh, join this uh, program and then help kids, you know, help young volleyball and softball or whatever, you know, players uh, uh, break down their mechanics, give them tips, do stuff like that, like one-on-one training. So I think that'd be awesome. I mean, that, that eventually is the goal right now. Obviously, I'm starting with baseball because that's what I'm like more have more knowledge on but i yeah. eventually want to see it grow into something like that yeah, um, yeah but uh I'll, only time will tell i mean like i tell everybody who like since i've been doing it for a little while you know i'm, I'm still kind of in the growing phase and, and and people getting to know me phase i guess um yeah you know it's like amazon wasn't built like in one day so it's, <laughs> it's gonna take time you know yeah I mean? no for sure for sure um no dude but yeah it's um it's awesome. Like I said, even like, even with YouTube, I mean, even talking about YouTube, I see all these pages and all these people like, you know, I don't even know if they're real or not, but they're like, Oh yeah. Like YouTube, like you can like, uh, pay, what is it? Like they like pay like $5,000 and like, I'll start these like cash cow YouTube channels. Cause like people like make some serious money, dude. Like it's. Oh it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. That's the thing is, um, yeah, I think they're at the time, I think now, more so than ever, like there's much more of an understanding that you can make money off of, you know, um, more social media platforms, but especially um, YouTube, like when I was doing that stuff back in like, yeah, 2011, 2012, like everybody was like, like, why are you doing that? Like, they don't make any (laughs) money. And it was like, uh, do you like see kind of more behind the curtain that like, you know, these big YouTubers, like they like, they're not just living out of their car like they are making money <laughs> yeah well I, I was i was reading that i was reading that article um at least i mean based on instagram you know mostly most of my times on instagram are this podcast or twitter um i haven't really i mean i dive into youtube but it mostly is where like i upload the videos and then like i'm able to send the link to the to the people um but anyways uh what's it's like this big meme page that daquan guy Mm-hmm. whoever owns that page or if it's a group of people they sold that page for like 85 million or something yeah yeah I, it blew my mind i was like what yeah <laughs> That's crazy. yeah no yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy and it's, it's it's just nuts how like some people like blow up you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's like like for me like at, at first when i first started this page i was like you know what if, <laughs> if i get to a thousand followers like that's good you know what i mean like i'm, I'm down yeah yeah and like and then it just keeps like it keeps growing and growing and growing and then but it, it's it's all about like I and the thing for me at least is like I want like genuine followers, you know? What oh I mean? like, no, for I've, sure. I've never bought like I've never bought any followers or done anything weird and stupid like that because it it just completely defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? So like, even though all these other baseball pages, like you know, obviously we know a lot of people in that realm. You know, they have hundreds of hundreds of thousands or or you know in the fifty thousands or whatever range. You know, I'm like cool, but. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me at the end of the day. I mean, as long as I get interaction and, and, and people check out my page and I can do stuff like I'm doing right now, you know, that's all that really matters. That's what me and that Abo baseball guy talk about all the time is like, mm-hmm. it's all about just having that genuine, you know, genuine uh, kind of persona, just being able to interact as much as you can and and uh, not worry about how many followers and likes you get. Because at the end of the day, I mean, what really matters is what you do, I guess, like what service you provide definitely yeah, yeah no definitely because yeah like for me you know like i've been on instagram i think for eight nine years whatever it's been yeah and yeah i haven't had like a huge increase in followers i would say definitely this year i've i've had an increase but it's just really funny because i'll um i always mention to people it's like yeah if i if i do the late night lives every time i do it like on average i lose two followers <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm like hmm okay maybe this isn't but like whatever like again the vibe it's all about the vibe but um yeah that's the thing for me is sometimes it's like frustrating because at, at at the core of it i really don't care how many followers i have um because like you said it's just more of like you know you want to have the genuine aspect of it I think for me at times it's like I would just love to have more eyes see some my yeah. stuff and um you know so it's like if, if it happens it happens and uh for me that's the way I view my YouTube is like I and at the beginning of this year I pretty much told myself I was like okay I want to at least upload minimum one video a week yeah. um and part of that is just because you know I have like a couple of videos up on that are like what's in my baseball bag and whatnot and like my most viewed one is like 50,000 views or something on Damn. my channel okay. and that but that one was from 2013 
Wow. So yeah, so it's like it still gets views, which is funny enough, but at the same time, it's just like okay, like the way I view that is, if I don't upload something, then nobody's gonna see it, you know. So yeah. if I at least upload it, then it'll be there for people to, to somehow find. And yeah, um, sure. you know, so that that's how I view it is just more of like I'm not looking to get viral. Of course, like I would love more feedback of like, oh yeah, like this video is great. Like I know for sure, like these hype videos that I've been doing for the guys has definitely caught on more that, you know, they're like, dude, these are sick. You know, I love these. And, you know, that's why I'll definitely keep doing those. Um, but it's, yeah, like I said, it's, I, I'm not looking to have a million followers. Like that's not a goal of mine, but if yeah. it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and it's like, um, I mean, I don't know if you follow like, you know, like, like what really like motivated me to get all this started. And, and obviously for a lot of people was, um, I don't know if you follow, like, do you follow, like, Gary Vaynerchuk and all that? Oh, yeah, 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 Gary yeah, Vee. Yeah, 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 Gary Vee and all that, yeah. So, like, I mean, that that's what really kind of, like, I read his books and stuff, and that kind of really, like, hyped me to do it. Because I've I'd always thought about doing it, but I've never, like, knew kind of, like, how to or, like, what really to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, dude, it's 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 crazy how, how it works, you know? So, like... Uh, like when I originally start, when I originally started, I was just posting like whatever, you know, like just posting yeah. like, like stuff that I thought was cool or just like little drills or things here and there. But, um, and then as time where I'm like, huh, and like, I'm like, it, cause it's like a certain, obviously, you know, like, a how do I say age group, I guess, you know, so, uh, you post like a video, like I, nowadays I just, I'll just post like videos, you know, that I, that I think are cool or, or highlight reels. And then I'll, I'll put my little two pieces into it you know my little comments and stuff and and people like that so i've just continued to do that and then you know obviously like um advertise our program and stuff like that and and, and i'm really i'm really thinking about more like going towards this podcasting you know and 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 for me it's 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 having more guests on here um i think it's it's just a lot more fun because then i, I run out of stuff to talk about by myself i'm like uh okay well uh, that's it <laughs> yeah no <laughs> exactly know? so uh Dude, yeah. If you, if um, I mean, if you've ever thought about doing like something, um, this thing I use here, that I mean, what we're using right now, this Anchor app, it it literally it, it literally does all the work for you. Like it mm-hmm. uh, it it'll pretty much you post it. I'll post it on here, and then all of a sudden it posts it everywhere. Like it'll post it on Twitter, it'll post it on Spotify, Apple, um, it'll post it on Google podcasts like all that stuff like you don't even have to like you don't even have to have all the different accounts like it, you you can it'll just post it all for you um so which i think is pretty cool and and, and uh then you get like sp- little sponsored ads or or i mean not the ones like i did earlier those are just my buddies who like i know so like i just mm-hmm. told them, like hey man i'm gonna help you out um but like uh you know you can do like sponsored ads like they'll send you little links to like do the recording for it and you get like whatever if it's like five cents or a, a dollar or something you know, like obviously, you might not make a living off it unless you blow up. But yeah, no, I, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, and I think if anything else, as far as like everything that we've been talking about with like social media or even the podcast, is you know, consistency is key. You know, yeah, um, for sure. You know that that's the big thing is just having you know being able to continually pump out stuff, and I think that's what is hard for most people because that's what that's the draining aspect of it is you know having to continually do it and you know finding new stuff and you know but i i I think there's a there's there's everything there's something for everyone out there you know oh yeah for sure dude like i mean especially like podcasts nowadays like i remember you know i think i feel like podcasts like just blew up out of nowhere all of a sudden because you know it went from it went from barely any people listen to podcasts now there's podcasts about absolutely every small little topic you can think of you know what i mean like it's it's nuts yeah, I, well, and I think has to, that, that's very similar to, you know, like everything else is that because nobody can like really get out. So might as well, you know, <laughs> I know. And it's just, yeah, like, I mean, there's just obviously there's a lot of things like there's a lot of things that I, I want to get into. Like when I first started this page, too, I got into like the whole Twitch thing. But mm-hmm. then, you, you know, like the only time people actually watch you play and stuff is if you have the. I don't know if it's a little green screen or something like where like you're actually sitting in front of the TV and they can see your little icon down at the bottom and you're playing. Oh yeah. 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 Like I mean, I don't have the resources to do that. So I'm like, eh, like, so I started for like two seconds, but that's, I know, I know for sure that that's a huge thing. Like that's catching on. And then another thing I wanted to mention to you about was uh, that I've been kind of just dabbling in or looking into is 
trading cards dude like uh <laughs> like what like baseball cards basketball cards um nowadays even like the pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards I'm like yo if i was like 12 again and i would have saved that shit like oh my god yeah you know oh my god I mean? like, yeah no I, I i'm laughing at right that now. yeah i'm definitely laughing at that because of the fact that um yeah ever since the, the whole quarantine thing uh buddy of mine russ or glove glove love co uh, yeah. on instagram yeah he he kind of sucked me into into baseball cards and uh you know that was kind of a blessing in disguise because then i was like i was just buying up baseball cards and then at first i was like i had these baseball cards now and i was like what am i gonna do with them and then like i said the <laughs> whole thing in june happened and then i was like you know what like these are baseball guys like i want to get their baseball cards and yeah. so if, if anybody ever sees me on the, on my lives or, you know, I, uh, cause I really haven't posted any pictures of it, but I built like, uh, I rearranged my room and there's a wall on part of my room now that's just baseball cards of guys that I've worked with. Oh, wow. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's really awesome to see, you know, just like, you know, for me, it's, it's funny because like in my house, like, okay, nobody else is going to see this except me, but it's like, <laughs> I rearranged my room. So that way, when I go live, like I have a bit of a background now that kind of showcases it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, what's been really cool is like, yeah, that, that little blessing in disguise of just like, yeah, I'm bored. Like might as well get into baseball cards, but then there's so many people <laughs> that are getting into it as well. And then of course, like Gary, like kind of, you know, shows out and saying like, yeah, this is the best time for sport, you know, sports cards. So you should totally invest. And it's like, great. Now, like, like the entire sports card market is just like completely driven up the wall. So, Oh dude, no, for sure. I mean, it's just like, um, I mean this, I, I want to say this happened like early two thousands or something or nineties where this whole base card thing was, was wild but now it's even bigger than than even that Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of stuff out there you know there's a lot of stuff out there like um um i'm really into do like flipping stuff as well um like like i'll go like i you know obviously he did that whole garage sale thing i was Mm kind of i i was always into that you know a while because i'm a huge like history guy like i love doing all that stuff so uh i'd go to all these antique shops or whatnot but then i started just getting into random stuff like like uh memorabilia or like like just like video game stuff or toys or whatever dude anything and just sell it on ebay dude like i've i've had like some crazy pickups like like i'll go out here in arizona it's like there's like all these small towns like very very old small towns and so like you you can go up north or down south and um you go to all these small little thrift shops and stuff and so we were up in a city wickenburg um which is like just an old little western town and went to the small thrift shop and I bought a box. It was a box full of these uh, 1999, like still tags on them. And like the tag was like 1499 or whatever. So 1999, like uh, NCAA final four university of Arizona hats, like mint, like brand new. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I know the hat game and like sneaker games, like big, you know? So I bought them for a dollar a piece. There were like 12 of them. So I bought them for a dollar a piece and lays like, yeah, 12 bucks, whatever. So I bought them. Dude, I ended up selling, I wasn't even trying. Like, I just figured, like, I'm like, you know, just, you know, I'll double my money at first. So, I, at first, I sold one, like, on a marketplace for, like, 15 oh, yeah. bucks. And it sold, like, in less than five minutes. So, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so, then I tried it again, but I tried it, like, at 30 bucks. And then they started popping at 30 bucks a pop. So, then I sold them all, dude. I sold them all for, like, $30 a pop. And I had spent 12 bucks. It was crazy. And then... <laughs> Like just other random stuff, like uh, like Halo Mega Blocks, like uh, whatever Groundhog or Warthog machine thingy. Uh-huh. Like I bought it for like two bucks at a yard sale and ended up selling it for like forty bucks. Like it was fresh; it wasn't even opened. Like on eBay, it's just like so much stuff that makes you money nowadays that it's it's ridiculous. Like oh yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely. people. There's people that I follow that do what I just did for like a living, and I'm like I. I mean, I would roll the dice on it, but it's kind of scary at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's, I, I would say if anything else, yeah, they're kind of with the whole YouTube thing. Again, it's like there's something for everyone, but it's also, you know, it's like how much, you know, y- you got to really invest your time in doing that stuff, you know, and, and knowing like it, it's kind of what Gary says, too, is right. If you just spend minimum like half an hour researching like a certain market. Like you get a better bit of a better understanding of like what's being sold or what's hot, what's not, you know, but 
just going into, like you said, it's, it's that time of going into some place of like a yard sale or an antique store or something and just like, you know, buying something for super cheap and then having the wherewithal to be able to sell it for, you know, double the price, if not like, like quadruple the price of what you yeah. bought it for. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely the same thing for like sports cards. You know, it's like that, that's definitely like a sport, um, like a stock market for, you know, like if certain guys are doing really well, then of course everybody wants his card you know? Yeah, exactly. But, dude. Yeah. So. Um, definitely something like I, like I said, I'll, I'll look into, um, you were talking about that glove lab, AZ glove lab guy. Mm -hmm. I actually, I actually sent him one of my gloves or like, I met the guy, like we met in person and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was, he's a cool guy. He's a, you'll have to definitely meet him. I don't know if you've met him in person yet, but yeah, no, I have not met Chris in person, but I, like I said, to this day, I, for, I, forever, I will forever be thankful to him for sending me Nolan's IG story. Cause I, I wasn't following Norm, Nolan, you know, it was like the fact that he sent me that and was like, Hey, like, you know, I know you do videography and no one's looking for one. Like, why don't you just maybe message him? It's like, you know, the fact that he, if he never did that, like, I wouldn't be here on this podcast. Like, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be talking like and, and been able to do the stuff that I'm doing today, you know? Oh, dude, no, he yeah, he's absolutely awesome. Like, um, obviously, I, I, I met him through that through one of your lives, actually, you know, like he was on there. And I'm just like, hey, what's up to everybody? And mm -hmm. uh, we started talking. And then he went on a live probably a couple of days later and I, I just jumped on and I was just asking him some questions about some glove he was redoing or something. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I thought it was cool. Like it, it was super cool, you know? Um, so I, I, I gave him a shout out on, on just on my story, whatever. Like, I'm like, Hey, if you're in the Arizona area or even, I mean, he does nationwide. So if you're nationwide and, and you need a glove redone, just, just check out AZ glove lab or whatever. And so then he reached out to me. I felt bad, but I was like, yo, dude, no way. Because at first I'm like, nah. And he was like, dude, he's like, thank you so much, whatever, you know, for shouting me out. He's like, um, do you have a glove? Like, you need me You need me redone? I'm like, I mean, I have my old college glove, but I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't really use it too much. I'm like, but I guess I could have it redone for just memorabilia-wise or, you know, pass it down one day or whatever. And so, um, yeah, like, we met up. I gave him my glove. He redid it. It's absolutely beautiful. And, like, just the presentation of it um, – so I don't know if you've like looked into it, but when I did a video on it, he, when he gives it back to you, it's in, it's in this crazy like custom bag. And then it comes like, it comes with all these little like cool things like um this wax stuff, you know, like, le like leather conditioner. And then it comes with, um it comes like a little stack of baseball cards. Like I kept them. I, obviously I was like, Oh crap, that's awesome. Like just random, like eighties, like nineties baseball cards of like random guys, but it's still like a cool little thing to have in there. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just awesome, dude. Like just the presentation he does of it and like just how much he's into it. Like of just restoring these gloves. Cause mine was completely trash and he brought it to life. Like it was like, a <laughs> glove, <laughs> you yeah. know? So I'm like, wow. Um, and shout out to him too, you know, shout out to AZ glove lab. I, I usually mention him on this podcast and I forgot, but my bad dude, but yeah, AZ glove lab on Instagram. Um, he's a great guy. Please check him out. If, if you need your glove redone, if you're interested in gloves, cause I know obviously that's a whole that's a whole market on its own. I, I mean, the, I, I follow a lot of guys um, in the glove game that, that it's kind of like the sneaker game. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yo, yeah. how do you have that many gloves? I don't even know. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's, yeah. I mean, I, for me, like I naturally have a handful of gloves uh, be, as being a utility guy, but yeah, just knowing that, yeah, like you said, it's um, getting to meet Jay, getting to meet Dutch, uh, 405 baseball, Phil Hall from, um, Bill's glove releasing i believe it is um and uh yeah just like a bunch of people in the glove community it's just like you know yeah like how do you have all these gloves but at the same time like it's the same question for like you said like sneaker heads you know it's like why do you have all these you know like sneakers it's like if you just have a passion for it you know then that's what you want yeah dude that glove game is crazy um it, it makes me feel like i'm like whoa i okay I'm like, you know i'm like growing up i did not take care of my glove you know what i mean like just yeah. throw it all over the place or whatever um and but these guys like they just like take care of them so much like they're you know like i'm like dude that's crazy like just the different gloves they have and like the pickups they do like um i follow well i think the first glove page i started following was uh coachella gloves he's from san diego okay. actually yes. like he's out here yeah. in arizona Mm -hmm. um he's a cool guy and um yeah dude i mean obviously obviously uh jay 
he's pretty cool. He's cool. I met him and, and, and just the different gloves he had. I, I actually got to check some of his hems out when he was here. Um, I think he was like meeting up with some guy too, but, um, yeah, that's a whole new thing. Did you ever, did you ever go to that, um, man, I want to say it was in Nashville or something or, or no, the or, ABCA. Yeah. Did you go to that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I've been going to the ABCA now because of being a, um, a baseball coach I, for anybody that doesn't know, it's the American baseball coaches association. And every year at the beginning of the year, like literally the first week of the year, like January, like second to like January 7th, um, they generally have like a convention that's, um, you know, somewhere within the U.S. And so I got lucky because in 2017, yeah, 2017, it was in Anaheim. So it was like literally out here in L.A. Oh, nice. And uh, so that was a super easy drive for me. And then the next year was in Indianapolis. The next year was in Dallas. This past year uh, or this year was in Nashville. And then this next year was supposed to be in Washington, D.C. But um, yeah, like that, they, they announced it's going to be a virtual convention now. But yeah, it's it, that's been really cool because the first two years I went, I went as a coach and going to like the trade show, going to the different um, uh, speakers, like as a baseball nut, like I was a kid in a candy store. Like I kid you not, like I could have spent like <laughs> hours. I, I literally in the first on the first day of the first convention I went to in Anaheim, I spent the entire day in only two or three aisles. And that was what? only like a quarter of like what the convention was. And so I was like, Oh my God, like I like, I'm just like so overwhelmed. And um, yeah. And so ever since then though, with the, um, the Dallas one and this Nashville one, the past two years has been much more of a networking event for me, mm. you know? So like the Dallas one, I went with a uh, baseballologist and, you know, like we got to hang out with Tanner, uh, Carson, Brian, you know, raised in baseball um, and got to meet like a bunch of other guys, uh, John Hugo Pro, uh, Steve Delabar, who was a, a pro pitcher. And then, like I said, last year I got to hang out with Jay and, and a bunch of the glove guys. And it's like, you know, just that whole networking has just been amazing. You know, it's like I... I, I, I can't like I almost don't go to the convention for the convention anymore I go just to meet with the people yeah it's like it's like uh it's like comic-con for baseball yes yeah. yes that is the best way to put it is that it is like comic-con for baseball except for the fact that you have to have a membership uh, oh damn. to okay. get in yeah but at the same time like you know guys like Jay and then like they're not coaches but you know, they, they either, those guys, like some of them get in because of like a glove company, like Rawlings or somebody will, will give them a pass, but yeah. there's some other people that, um, that get in, you know, if you, if you just pay the membership and then get into the uh, convention that way. But, uh, yeah, it's I, essentially, that's pretty much what it is. As long as you can pay the, the fees, then yeah, you can get in. And it's like I said, you're, it's a, you're a kid in a candy store if you're a baseball fan. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely have to. I was supposed to go to the. You said it was Nashville, right? I know. Remember, mm -hmm. I remember when all the guys were down here. Like it was uh, Abo and 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 uh, all those guys. We were talking about doing it, and I don't know. I just would, I didn't end up being able to make it. But no, for sure. Next time it's in person, I'll have to plan that out because that just sounds fun. You know. I'll oh yeah. Have to. Yep. Yeah. No, like I said, you know, it's yeah, it's one thing. Like I said, the trade, the trade show itself. Well. The, the guest speakers are always great. You know, the fact that like the keynote speakers, almost always the, the D one uh, coach of the team that won the, um, the previous year's uh, college world series. Yeah. And then the other coaches that are on the stage are, are anywhere from high school, like top high school coaches to major league coaches, just kind of like talking about their philosophies, you know, the way that they run their programs and stuff. But then you have the trade show that ranges from literally like, you know, glove companies to like new tech that's not out yet, but they're trying to showcase it and, and just like let people know, like, that's what they're doing. Um, or guys like, oh, granted, like Abo, uh, Trevor didn't like, they don't have a booth per se, but you have like bat companies out there too. And it's just really cool to see the different technology, the different, um, you know, things that they're doing and the reasons why they have their companies. It's just like, like if you're a baseball fan, like there, there's no other place you would want to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Dude, I mean, speaking of Abba, man, Trevor, my guy, he he popped off, huh? He went he went from bro, like we, him and I, know each other from when he first started his page, to now, and I'm like, wow, he finally. And I remember when he sent me, we were talking about it. He he uh, finally saw one of his bats in the big leagues. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, no, um, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. For me, yeah, it was yeah. I got to meet Trevor, um, yeah, through ABCA and in, uh, in Dallas. Um, shoot i think yeah it was because we were at um tanner uh, raised in baseball at their house um having dinner and he came in because you know i guess yeah he had he had a couple bats for tanner yeah and um and yeah like we spent um at least two of those nights like together like we like went out to dinner and like you know like had drinks and whatever and just like just really chilled and getting to know him and nick like as a person it's like you know, shoot, like he, there's no better guy out there that you're rooting for to, to do well. And like you oh, said, you know, yeah, it's like he, to, to see their stuff out there like, one of the on a major guys. league field. Like yeah. just, uh, just like the nicest guy. Like, you know, I remember when I first met him in person, he was just like, whatever, what's up? Like gave me a shirt and everything. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I think I can, I came unprepared, man. I didn't bring anything. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, no, he's great. Yeah. He's a great guy, man. Uh, welcoming, like just like willing to talk to anybody um yeah just just open arms all the time um shout out to him too dude he i want him to i I want i want to see big things come from him his bats are amazing just the amount of work he puts into it um and and, uh just the genuine quality of you know he's not just like a machine just making bats you know um he he hand makes these things and oh yeah yeah it's nuts yeah yeah, because yeah, I I generally swing like an axe handle bat. I I just liked axe handles, but from meeting Trevor, like you know, I had him make hand make me a bat, and um and yeah, like I swing that every now and then, and then at the same time, like I'll bring it to a couple of the lessons or something like or the um, when I'm working out with some of the my high school guys, and when they swing it, like that's all they can talk about is his bat. And oh, like. Cool. You well, know, shout like out to, that. Yeah, shout out to Abel Baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, check him out on Instagram. Check him out on, I think he's on Twitter too. Um, just check him out. Yeah, if you guys are looking for a bat, he is one of the places to go. Um, tons of knowledge, completely custom. Um, mm-hmm. What size What size do you swing? What size? Uh, 33, 33, 30. Okay, that's not, yeah, dude. You may, you may not believe it or not, but. I swung a I, – I still – I mean, I don't know why. I don't know. I I just felt comfortable. <laughs> I think, like, up through college, I swung, like, a 32, 32, oh, 29. Weirdest nice. thing. Everyone make fun of me for it, but I'm like, yo, I mean, leadoff hitter, what not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm getting hits. I'm getting on base. It's all that matters, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, exactly. People always gave me crap about it. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with that? You know? Yeah. Like, there's like, I mean, I know there's 14-year-old kids swinging 32s, but whatever. Um, yeah, dude um crazy man crazy just how like so many things there's so many things out there in in the baseball realm about it you know what i mean that i never really thought existed i guess like when i first mm-hmm. got into the whole social media thing like i never thought i'd meet all these people and all these interactions and different companies and and stuff like that like and, and it gets crazier like as um as time goes along like i wish i could be on social media all day obviously like i have a normal nine to five job and like i i there's no way and like um but there's just so many so many aspects and so many things you can get out of this and like the friendships and people you can meet is is, is absolutely ridiculous you know what i mean yes like, yes uh, yeah. which is what i love and, you know i i at first i was just kind of like on my own and whatever but like you know like trevor and i were just talking before we even jumped on this podcast um just uh be on a lookout for the hoodies uh diamond yeah. performance hoodies coming out soon we were just talking about that for the fall and winter um doing a little collaboration with him but uh dude no we we definitely have to do a collaboration as well like just do something you know even mm-hmm. if you just meet up uh you need i mean at least out here um things have really uh cooled down i guess you could say with the whole uh pandemic thing going on so yeah um if, if you're if you're ever in town or and stuff like that let me know like i know a lot of people like uh Cole Franklin's a really good friend of mine. He's one of the top pitching prospects for the for the Chicago Cubs, and and he he just came back. He was in Oklahoma because obviously of everything going on, but I think he's back in town now, and he's always down to hang out. I mean, we could even just all 
go take BP or go play catch or whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really matter. I mean, the weather out here is just going to get better. I mean, I know yeah. don't let the, don't let the triple digits scare you. It'll, it'll cool down <laughs> here actually like in a month or so. Um, and we'll definitely have to collab dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, do a live, get on or, or do another podcast or anything like that. Like I said, I'm, I'm absolutely down for anything. It's, it's great. We've already been talking for like an hour and it doesn't even feel like it, you know? No, exactly. Yeah um what do you got going on the rest of the weekend nothing you done uh not well actually this week is probably like my busiest i've had in a while is uh tomorrow i'm supposed to help film uh one of my high schoolers uh for like a recruiting video that he want that he needs to make um and then wednesday is our typical live at bats day um thursday is more of my editing day and then friday i'm uh I'm going to Knott's Berry Farm for uh, their the theme park itself is closed, like the rides and stuff. But they're having like a tasting event for like different foods that are at the at uh, at the theme park and stuff. So it's like, yeah. Well, hell yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. It's awesome to see that you're able. To, you have a lot of time. You know, that's a lot of stuff you got. Going. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And then at the same time, yeah, I'm I'm starting to catch on with um I'm hoping that there's a there's a company out there that uh that's asking me to help help edit, you know, some of their videos and stuff. So so yeah, so things are are starting to build up a little bit, but at the same time it's just like, you know, I I want to make sure that I'm enjoying my time, but um on the side note of it too, it's like make sure I get compensated for what I'm doing, but you know, the, the whole thing is just, yeah, it's like, I want to stay in baseball as much as I can. And, you know, at least having, you know, like full circle years, like having that, that teaching credential now is like a bit more of a backup plan for me, but, um, but yeah, as long as, and, and like you said, there, there's definitely a market out there of wanting content, you know, for, for baseball guys, you know, so, and, you know, it's like, they, they don't, the players themselves don't have time to edit their content per se so you know like i i definitely want to be somebody that's available that can can do that for them oh for sure dude. i mean you know the guys like obviously you know the pages you know like um you know like baseball bro baseballogist um mm-hmm. just like all those type of type of pages and slash like type of people that do that sort of thing you know what i mean like for me example like i don't really do like the whole like recording myself like videography i guess you could say like kind of like vlogging do it yeah yeah, vlogging like kind of like they do you know i'll jump on live once in a while i used to do it all the time Mm -hmm. and i kind of you know i got caught up with things but um maybe maybe it's something to do like i said leaning more towards the podcast but we'll see um but you do yeah dude you can do so much especially with the skills that you know you know what i mean like um like when baseballers did that whole thing with the uh, Adidas, did, were you involved in that? Or did you? I was not. Yeah, I was oh. not involved with that. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's really cool to see him kind of, you know, pop off from from where he was. Like literally, our first video was just at some random park that we met at, and um, and then we shot you know two videos. One of me catching like him just uh, getting in the batter's box, and then his second video from that was like you know different signs of what third base coaches do. And, you know, now all of a sudden to see that, yeah, he's part of like a national campaign uh, for Adidas, you know, it's like, it's just really cool to see where these guys go. Yeah, dude, his, his was interesting. Cause like, like I said, like I followed him. It's, I don't mean, I don't know how long he's had his page. But I remember when I first started mine, we like bumped into each other and like, just, yeah. And then he all of a sudden, like, it's just out of nowhere. It's just, holy crap. Like, what's going on <laughs> like yeah. what's going on like he just like just skyrocketed which is cool you know like it's awesome to see like he's got a lot of support behind him and and uh you know I, i'm rooting for him to see see what he does hopefully like i said hopefully when he finds time and and uh when we all find time we can get together and do something because i think that would be awesome it'd be mm-hmm. fun first off like i'd be down for a, a wiffle ball game or a home run derby or whatever just to do it and then, um, but the content wise and, and kind of just bringing the whole community together would be the most perfect thing, you know, for the, for the whole community itself. Cause you know, obviously like he has a wide following, a lot of other pages do, I know I have my small following, but it works and yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to do something. Cause it, I think it's needed. Um, we have obviously the bat guy, like I told you, Abo baseball is already a hundred percent on board. Like I remember when I brought this idea to him, 
he was like, dude, he's like, I will provide the bats. Like, he's like, if you can find the field, I'm like, dude, I can find the field. I'm like, it's just about renting a field out here. You know, it's not a big deal. There's hundreds of them. And then, yeah. like, just the big thing is just bringing everyone together and just making it happen, you know? I mean, I feel like there's so many people, like, whoever wants to show their, whether it's their content, whether it's, like, an, uh, av- you know, kind of just as an advertisement, you know, really, like, just showing their gear or whatever, dude, like, I think it would work out really well. It's just about getting everyone on board with it, and which we will. I think it'll work. You know, obviously, if we have baseball lifestyle, he's one of the biggest pay. He's 100% on board. We just got to make it happen. But yeah, we'll no, for sure. sure. For yeah, sure. and obviously we got the video guy right here, so you know, it all work out. Yeah. Oh man. All right, dude. Well, um, whoa, we've been talking for more than an hour now, so um, <laughs> let's. We'll we'll have to connect again, maybe on a live or something, or I'll jump on one of your late night lives. Um, just let you put in a little plug here if you want to let everyone know where they can follow you out, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, so. Pretty much everything on social media for me is uh, Chanterprise, C-H-A-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E. And um, yeah, it's, I, you know, I've, I'm mainly on Instagram. I'm, I'm starting to get back into Twitter. But uh, yeah, like you can see much more longer format stuff of like all the live at bat videos I've done on YouTube. Like I said, you, you want to see what, what's in my equipment, what's in my bag. Like I have that, those videos. Um, and yeah, and then there's there's some other hidden gems on the uh, YouTube that you can find of me and, and some more popular videos. But other than that, yeah, like that's that's pretty much where I'm at. And yeah, if anybody wants to pop into the lives and just chill and hang out, you, you're more than welcome to. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on this podcast today. I know, you know, it's, it's your day off or whatnot, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time to, to get on here. And uh, we definitely will talk soon and, and we'll go from there, right? Yeah, no, thank you, Ruben. All right, thanks, man. All right, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Bye.